So you you were telling me you you won your I'm a yeah I'm a star athlete. Now. You won he uh, Twitty, uh single handedly drove his pinball team into the playoffs. I wouldn't say that. I lost most of my games in regulation, but I I was cool under pressure, and I really brought it. When the moment came, <laughs> you got that clutch gene. And then I stayed up. We stayed up way too late uh, gambling on pinball after that. How do you gamble on pinball? You just put down money and then play pinball against each other. Oh, I see. Okay. It's not like outcomes. Yeah. So then I won $30, which Ooh, was basically right. my bar tab. It was That's a, it was a year's a worth of pinball. Night. Yeah. <laughs> if you're good, you can make that go a long way. <laughs> if it... <laughs> The one percent get richer. The, the, the I gotta I gotta tell you one thing about the competitive pinball scene mm-hmm. in New York City is it's really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about everyone like, has really good social skills. Just NYU students. Like. No, it's mostly like guys at least in their thirties. I think. Mm. Okay. And then everyone's. But a while, I bet they're you, all wearing like cool jackets and like aviator sunglasses right, and yeah, like yeah. fuck a everyone lot. Everyone has a popped collar. Oh, yeah. If a machine stops working, we like smack it and uh-huh. it starts working again. Absolutely. Go, the hey. ultimate sign of a cool guy, really. <laughs> Everybody's the fun. That's that's the that's phrenology for being cool. <laughs> Instead of like calipers, you get. <laughs> it's just like, how high is your collar? Yeah, or? yeah. No, no. It's like if you can hit a machine and make it work, you know, like that's the test. Yeah. Uh, the Fonz, in many ways, is similar to the main character from the underground comic series Ex Machina. <laughs> I've never read that. <laughs> it's about like a guy who can control machines. He can like talk, sure, give okay. orders to so machines. So Ex Machina is like very literal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also, he also, I think he stops 9 11 is like the the beginning of it sure. it's like a speculative thing where this machine guy stops 9-11 and then he becomes mayor of new york city i don't remember it so ex machina well. works on multiple levels yeah yeah <laughs> it's pretty clever yeah. i think it was pretty good i seem to recall it being pretty good is that related to the movie no that's oh. totally different oh great okay <laughs> that it also has a machine in it though cool <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh man. I uh I've just been like having a really hard time with uh <laughs> What Ridley Scott is going through right now, like personally or professionally or spiritually? Have you have you seen what he said about like no one saw his movie? Wait, which one? The Last Duel or whatever. I didn't realize he had put out a movie called The Last. He put Duel. out a movie called The Last Duel. That might be part of the problem. Well, there's ultimately going to be more duels. It's a very popular subject for movies. Uh, yeah, it, well, so it's like a period drama set in medieval times that's about uh, rape, mm-hmm. and it was well reviewed, but not that many people saw it. And then I'm surprised medieval times would go in for something like that. <laughs> I would think they would want to protect their brand. It's, yeah, it's a period piece <laughs> set at a medieval times <laughs> in the 1980s, where someone gets challenged. Uh, Matt Damon is there, yep. and Ben Affleck, I think. I don't know. But Wait, you, you mean Jim Carrey and Matthew Broderick? <laughs> uh, oh, man. I only I saw that movie fairly recently for the first time. The Cable Guy is the what we're talking guy. about? The Cable Guy. Yeah, it's not good, man. Uh, people fucking love that movie. I, it has, like, cult status after everyone hated it when it came out, mm-hmm. but it is, like... It's not funny. It's just like unpleasant. I remember mostly. seeing it as a child when it came out and being like, what is this? This sucks. Yeah. But I was I assumed it was one of those things that just wasn't meant for children. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Ridley Scott made this movie where it's like a Rashomon type thing about mm-hmm. a rape and a Rosh Hashanah. Yes. Tova Hashan or whatever. I I, man, I don't know. Uh, All right, you fucking goyim. Uh, 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 yeah, I should stay away from that. I'm like <laughs> as waspy as they come. But 
But anyway, they he he made this movie, and then a lot of people didn't see it. And he was venting about it in an interview, and he said this thing that was like, uh, "These millennials, they don't." want to be entertained they don't want any entertainment unless it's told to them on a cell phone <laughs> and i was like i saw that and i was just like that oh yeah ridley scott is old as fuck now yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. he's like and i looked it up he's 83 mm-hmm. which is weird to think about but yeah i get like which is funny because alien like- was like 45 years yeah, ago. Like, so. Alien came out at a time where, like, someone was probably like, these baby boomers only want to watch movies that have talking. <laughs> they only... They're not going to any movies because The Big Sleep and Forrest Gump haven't been made yet. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we're still waiting. We, we got, like, another five years till The Breakfast Club or whatever. Wait, The Big Sleep is... A, what? No, not the big. Yeah, sleep, that's the, the Humphrey chill. Bogart movie. I meant the big oh, okay. Chill. I was like, wait. wait yeah, that's a better. What does the big sleep have to do with Forrest Gump? <laughs> yeah, you know those baby boomer movies like The Wizard of Oz and shit. I wish the big sleep had starred Forrest Gump. That would be a more fun movie, I think. <laughs> if, if him and the Humphrey Bogart, I role. think it might go a little something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah, yeah, do a nope. Forrest Gump yep. impression. That's, that's probably fine. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about him saying something to a dame, but then I was like, I can't. I don't. That seems hard. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm all. Uh, we talked about this off mic, but I'm all hopped up on Valium right now, and even I'm not gonna go there. Yeah, it's very. It's a very loose vibe. Uh, Citric as high as a kite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fun. I've spent uh, the last four days uh, feeling like uh, my neck and shoulder are going to detach from my body in a very painful way, which uh, don't recommend. Yeah, the, I, I, I knew already that I didn't want to do that. But Yeah. What, what did you do to yourself again? I, okay, so <laughs> near as I can tell, uh, what happened was I got a new chair. <laughs> That's really like it's, I I got a new desk chair and like I have a lo- long history of lower back uh, problems and like my lower back just sucking and like collapsing on me once a year um, and my lower back has less pain than it's ever had like in recent memory and like at least the last decade um, uh, with this new chair but now I think what happened is I'm like using muscles in my back and neck that I haven't had to use in you know maybe ever. And uh, it turns out when you do that, your body's like, you can go fuck yourself. I'm going to try and kill you now. Because you're sitting in a chair? Yeah. That's why you don't People get... don't talk about the dark side of ergonomics. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. So, like, the it's just your body's like, well, this pain has got to go somewhere. So you're getting out of the lower back area. Mm-hmm. You, you got to, yeah. like, force them... Forced it up near your head. It's like gremlins. (laughs) That sucks. Yeah. It's also like gremlins because I can't uh, get my upper back wet now. It hurts to take a shower. (laughs) Oh, shit. God, yeah, just everything. Mm -hmm. I've never really like... I, I I should probably get something more more ergonomic. The chair that I have is like an antique dining chair that I got for forty dollars sure. at a secondhand yeah. store. I mean, when I just like, there's a lot of a lot of furniture that I still have that's from like from like seven years ago when I like first mm. like needed to buy a bunch of this. I mean, stuff. I feel like an antique chair is gonna force you into some pretty good posture. Mm, I don't know. I, it's it's pretty hard. I don't think it's very good for me to sit in it a lot. Sure, but. yeah. It's not it's not soft. It's not forgiving. But like it's a, like I imagine it's pretty straight backed. Nah, man. You got to do what I do and uh, what I've been doing for the past year and a half, which is spending uh, about fourteen hours a day just sitting down on your bed. Oh, great. Okay. I think that's really like good actually for you. sitting, like feet on the floor. 
No. Oh, okay. No, fully reclined. <laughs> oh, I see. It's just on a on a laptop sitting on, on my bed. Like I'm I about someone, to go to sleep. I think if I saw someone sitting on the edge of a bed with like their feet on the floor, like doing work for like more than like ten seconds, I think that would be one of the most unsettling things. I've definitely gotten like Usually, if I'm doing that, it's because I got like sucked into a Twitter thing while <laughs> sure. I'm like while on you're, like, my way dressed. out the door or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you you have to be in a state of transition. You can't settle there. Yeah. Oh, Barry Weiss is doing what? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, socks. You can wait a second. Oh man, I did. Uh, I I th- I think I might have talked about this at some point, but last year I uh, over the holidays I was in. Indiana with my girlfriend's family for mm-hmm. nine days. Sure. And after a few days, I was like, oh man, this is a lot of time to fill. Nine days in Indiana sounds like a, like a, you know, like, you ever see that movie 13 Days that was about the Cuban Missile Crisis? Uh, no, but I'm, I'm familiar with the historical event. Sure. Yeah. Well, there's a Kevin Costner movie uh, about it. And, okay. uh, it's very like, high tension and dramatic and uh and i imagine it was very similar for you living in that yeah i mean i'll bet if if jfk spent nine days in indiana he'd (laughs) want them to blow his fucking brains he'd be on a plane straight to dallas (laughs) oh god (laughs) he's like oh yo what i'd rather have is a bullet in the head i can't take another day in fort wayne (laughs) (laughs) i but yeah, I was just like, there was just all this time. We're just like in the house, you know, it's COVID, so we're not going anywhere or whatever. And the, they're just like, it, like, it's just everyone hanging out with a little baby, which is like, it's fine. It's just, you know, you got past the time somehow. So I downloaded <laughs> Civ for my, uh, yeah. for my Switch. And then the rest of the week just fucking evaporated. And then I got back home and played it for and like kept playing for that weekend and mm-hmm. then that sunday night i was up until like five in the morning <laughs> playing it and i was like okay i can't do this anymore yeah that's i've i've only played i have a like four different civ games going right now with a bunch of people from my old job but we're playing uh like via cloud so you just play one turn at a time like we we do like one turn a day it's like chess by mail or yeah something. exactly and the pace of it is like kind of excruciating but also it's nice to just like not have to like you can't get sucked into it in yeah. that way yeah exactly because that that was like the reason i brought it up was because like i would keep like i was gonna like go to the store or something and uh-huh, i'm just yeah, yeah. like i put on shoes and it's like all right one more turn <laughs> and i like, put on a jacket and i'm like all right one more turn mm-hmm. and it's like way too much yeah uh, like it's just they market the game that way yeah yeah it's uh yeah it, it's uh it's dangerous and i've talked to multiple people with that game who are like they're like oh yeah i'm not really like a gamer mm-hmm. but I, the only thing that i'll play is like a place civ for it's like, like a animal weeks crossing every for once dads. In a while. Yeah. But it's like, okay, well, if you do this like once in a while and it's the only game that you play, I'll bet that it's not happening during like a good time. In your life. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a, like my girlfriend uh, got at the beginning of COVID, got a switch uh, and fell into i think a like 250 hour animal crossing hole and then put her switch away entirely until about two months ago when animal crossing dlc came out and then all of a sudden she disappeared into that again uh it's um it it, like (laughs) i it's probably i was like it's probably a good thing you don't play more games like i feel like you wouldn't have a healthy relationship oh yeah well i mean lately i've been golfing on the damn computer and uh, oh i meant my girlfriend but also yes you (laughs) uh but uh well yeah i mean animal crossing is a weird one and i have not played a second of that game so i still don't like fully understand what it is like really it's just uh it's hard to like. I played like an hour of it, and it is one hundred percent not for me. Um, it is just like an interior decorating simulator, basically. Yeah. Um, only you also have to do chores for your neighbors. Great. Yeah, it's just sort of like 
I mean, I guess the closest, the appeal to it is just like it's spending time in a nice place making things the way you want them. It's like very good for like people with control issues. Yeah. I'm just, oh, I'm just going to, okay, I'm filling a basket with apples. Oh, at a certain point, you can terraform your island. Like you get you get an island and you can't do anything. Like you just you have to deal terraform with terraform. You can terraform it by which you mean like like change the shape. You can flatten out hills. Okay, you can, that's not you what can, terraforming is. That's landscaping. No, like you completely like change the physical structure of the island. Like not beyond like oh okay, I'm gonna like plant this here or whatever. Like you are like leveling things. You can, are can like you change the atmosphere, installing rivers and stuff. Uh, like I've increased the amount of hydrogen in the atmosphere. No one can breathe. I mean, anymore. I'm sure that's in the DLC. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just make your. In this one, we let you pollute. The the Animal Crossing Dexter's Lab DLC. <laughs> all, I, all I really know about the show Dexter's Lab is that his mom has like a real wide ass. Sure. That's yep. the only thing that I have been reminded of by the internet. I don't remember a single thing about Dexter's Lab other than the voice and then the he, sister. He was always saying, Steampy, you idiot, or yep. whatever. Yep. Yep, no notes. Oh, that was him. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, yeah. So, uh, pinball champion, way to go! Uh, it's pretty cool. I, uh, I mean, not champion yet. We just made the playoffs. Nope, we champion. Got, we're in the we're in the quarterfinals. Now, Here's the thing: everyone's a winner. No, that's not true. A lot of people lose. I think it is all the time. Actually, uh, in when we're talking about like competing at pinball i don't think i don't know if anyone's a winner do you feel a sense of camaraderie and friendship with the people you play with oh yeah then you're all winners that's true it's it's good to have friends i believe the song says you gotta have them a friend friendship is fun (laughs) uh for everyone anyway (laughs) oh it hurts to laugh just Ringo Starr pitching that song in the <laughs> Beatles documentary. Documentary, they're like, "What the yeah. Ringo, you fucking idiot! <laughs> you fucking moron!" <laughs> I don't know. Who's your favorite Beatle? Oh man, I guess George Harrison. Are I don't you, really. I was never a Beatles that, guy. No, I mean, well, it's. I mean, I think it's like an elimination thing, uh-huh. like. Like Squid Game. I yeah, exactly. Like McCartney is like a little cringe. Uh Lennon is just seems like up his own ass. Ringo lost me as soon as he told people to stop sending him fan mail. <laughs> Peace and love. Stop sending me shit. Peace and I love. I actually like that. <laughs> I was. It just seemed uh, mean spirited. I I don't care. I think that's cool. I think that you have the right to do that if you're like Ringo level famous. Sure, you have the Le- right to do. It. But here's the thing. Leave me alone. It's not like he was opening his own mail anyway. What he's a- just like he's sick of having sick of like providing a job to Th- an assistant. That's true. Sure, that person's out of a job now. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. I at least he, like. When you're like an English celebrity, mm-hmm. the bar is like pretty low for like not being the worst. Like at least he's not a turf or whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah. What's I mean, a, he probably is. He just probably. He's just I guess not when on you're Twitter coming from a culture that gave you Jimmy Savile, like. <laughs> I mean, they're and, all and Gary Glitter. They're all freaks. We yeah. got our, we got plenty of freaks over here sure. too. But they, but they, they have, but their population kind. is smaller, and so like the the you know it's. When you the ratios are off. Did you see the J.K. Rowling thing this week? No. Where she's like, God, what? she said that someone doxed her, and mm-hmm. it's like you live in like a castle. <laughs> like people know where your house is. Yeah, yeah. Like, Does she actually live in a castle? Yeah. Oh God, I hate the British. Yeah, she fucking lives the gimmick, man. That's. You know, it, she, her story was, like, so charming when it was just like, oh, yeah, I was like, oh, oh, I mate, I was riding the tube, and the story just popped fully formed into my head. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, she was, like, from Alabama at the end of that sentence. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
I was having a crumpet. Yep. <laughs> I, I was. Uh, I'm I was perfect have, at voices. I was having a crumpet. I was calling the the bobbies on some hooligans. I believe the Alabama accent is just an English accent on Valium. So that uh, is true. I I think that there is. I think that. I think that there is like a straight line from like mm-hmm. from that yeah. tumbling into like whatever that, weird yeah. southeastern. Every Alabama is just a temporarily disgraced British aristocrat. <laughs> God, that would be fucked up. I don't want that. Cletus, uh, you don't understand. So, We're descendants uh, of the Windsors. Yeah, that's not. I mean, come on. Charles Barkley's from there. Like, he's he's way better than any of the royalty. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is royalty himself. He he's is, the round mound of rebound. He, that's a title. He is the coolest man. Uh, he's he's the funniest guy alive. He's uh, uh, that's it. That's yeah. Okay. He seems Great. nice too. Oh, I don't know. He seems like situationally nice. It there, seems it, like he can be kind of a prick. Yeah, but like uh, there are all these stories. There was like an article a couple years ago about this guy who had passed away recently, who was a Chinese immigrant who worked for like yes. a, mm-hmm. he was like a chemist a, for a like a, a cat litter company. And he in like Iowa. met him playing blackjack or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then like. They would just like hang out anytime they were in town together, mm-hmm. and then like Charles Barkley came to his funeral and like gave a eulogy and mm-hmm. stuff. And it made me cry a little bit. It's yeah. like, oh, this is a sweet guy. Sure, no, he's not without sentimentality, mm-hmm. but I imagine you don't want to be on his bad side. Well, yeah, I mean, he's the round mound of rebound. He is the round mound of rebound. And he'll he fuck will fuck you up. He will rebound you. <laughs> it is funny, like when you watch inside the N- the NBA, it's like there's. There's like a, a lot of just sort of it's just just sort of joshing and like giving each mm-hmm. other shit and yeah. stuff. But there are points where it's like I feel like it does genuinely get kind of testy between Shaq and Charles Barkley, where there's like this sure, yeah, yeah. this macho thing where it's like I will fight you. <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah, they see. Well, I mean, the rings I think are really driving that because you can. I mean, you can obviously tell Barkley thinks he was better than Shaq, but Shaq has the rings, and you know that's. I would get. I would be sensitive too, you know. Hey, you know, that's only, a combustible situation. The only reason that Shaq was so good was because he was a once in a lifetime <laughs> physical <laughs> specimen. That's not like whatever, man. Yeah, I love that argument. He's not good. He's just big. It's like, yeah, well, <laughs> well, I mean, hey, to be fair, Yao Ming. So you know. He was pretty good for a bit, wasn't he? I mean, he was. Uh, I mean, he was. He, I don't know that Yao Ming was as good as he should have been, given the physical specimen that he was. You know, like seven foot three. You know, pretty. I mean, honestly, he wasn't slow. If you're seven foot three and you're like able to move past the age of twenty five, you're mm-hmm. doing pretty well. Yeah, like you remember, uh, uh, longtime friends of uh, the NBA. Uh, who I'm sure count numerous among our listeners, uh, might remember Greg Oden, who was like a freshman in college and looked like he was like 92 years old. And <laughs> like his, uh, he, he was, uh, the, he got drafted at the same time Kevin Durant did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a big thing about who was going to go number one or who was going to go number two. And Oden went number one. And uh, you looked at him and he had a face that looked like it was like, uh, like one of those uh maori like um like the the face paint or whatever like the uh, the stone face yeah guy. yeah yeah uh and like you watched him walk and he walked like a grandfather <laughs> he's just got post moves that look like robert de niro in the flashback scenes in the irishman yeah exactly like, yep yeah. Mm-hmm. completely and totally uh and uh it turns out that didn't work out well for the trailblazers well uh you know what I if that would be how I would run a, a basketball team though. We're draft gonna, the oldest looking man in the draft. <laughs> yeah. No, we're just like we're gonna get a who's biggest in this? <laughs> who's big? Just like <laughs> do a Ted Lasso type thing where a guy comes into ba- basketball from I don't know, what's the <laughs> Um, what's a different enough sport? I think you're I think you're well I mean it sounds like you're heading in a direction of like I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Blue Chips I don't know well anyway this guy's yeah. whole strategy is that maybe this is more of a money ball thing than sure, a Ted yeah, Lasso yeah. thing mm-hmm. where it's like they bring in a guy who instead of being a statistician 
he's just an idiot. And he's like, <laughs> I think we should probably just have all the biggest guys. Yeah, They're yeah. closest to the basket. Yeah, yep. Uh, and then they start a team of all like seven footers and that someone, have been disgraced at other uh, programs, and then the, they win every single game. But then someone misunderstands the assignment, and they end up drafting that like uh, just like Bartolo Colon and that fat Twins reliever uh, or catcher that pitches sometimes. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Williams Astudio. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, we need a team of the roundest guys you got. <laughs> Just, you know what's being underutilized in NBA basketball? Sumo wrestlers. Well, I mean, it's the fat hockey goalie thing, right? You know, Mm -hmm. the thing, like, if you get a guy who's, like, 600 pounds, the net is so small. If you got a sumo wrestler to, like, play setter for you in the NBA and just, like, protect the paint, I feel like that's a really... You can't move him. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Those guys are crazy athletes. Yeah. But I also don't think that their forte would be like hustling up and down the floor. Like Sure. You know, but you don't need that guy like on offense. They're not like they're not like slow, but they don't like they don't like hustle for a sure, long no, time. It's like, you know, if, if you're going like, with that strategy, you're saying, All right, you're gonna play you're gonna play defense, <laughs> you're gonna be in the paint. And then um when we're on offense, you just hang out at the like the back free throw line, like on defense still, and you just hang out, and we'll do four on five, and it'll be fine. We'll play. It'll be like Wisconsin basketball. It, every game will be like thirty three to twenty two. What happened to? The, I feel like it's been a while since there was like a good um, slobs versus snobs type of like sports movie. You know? Oh sure, yeah. I feel like that genre is like. Was it, it was like the I can't it? think of a single one of those movies that isn't good or like at least entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Major League is great. Yep. Uh well, I mean, those were professional baseball players still, so I don't know how But they were slobs they though. Sure. They were like uh they, they had <laughs> They were rough of, and tumble. Yeah, they were like a bunch of guys who were like uh they all they had all kinds of problems, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh Charlie Sheen was really mad all the time, and he also couldn't I see, I think. He I don't know that The Replacements is a good movie, but it is eminently watchable. Yeah, all those. I watched The Fucking Longest Yard with oh, uh, see, I've Adam never Sandler, watched that. and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, this is, I mean, it's not good, but it's like, I'll, yeah, I'll watch and enjoy that. Man. I never saw Semi-Pro, the Will Ferrell one, but I don't oh, know. Oh, I don't even think that counts. Okay. That's, I mean, Will that's Ferrell. A, Will Ferrell movie is such its own genre. That, that's, like, a, that's a relief. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like the the whole D two the Mighty Ducks thing, yeah. where it's like, all right, for some reason our hockey team is all people who did other like sort of like related to some, in some cases completely get... unrelated to hockey this guy's a cowboy i don't we've know got, why we've got access to every good teenage hockey player in the country yeah this guy's right? a figure skater who can't stop yeah uh we've got a cowboy <laughs> Yeah, that's that's right. There's the one guy who's like a speed skater and yes. he can't stop. Mm-hmm. There's the guy who's like a figure skater. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, there's a cowboy yes. which I don't what I I don't remember his backstory, but um but yeah. they let him use a lasso. It's true. Which I'm sorry, that is you just Put your team in a hole. That is a five-minute power play right there. I don't think like. <laughs> there's no. I mean, referee. it happens, and they get two. He gets two minutes for roping. So he does. Yeah. It seems like it should be more than two minutes. Probably when you, you bring a when you like, bring in a, a, a weapon, foreign object onto like, the. Okay, if you can, if you bring an object that is a murder weapon in the game, clue, yeah, exactly. You can't be having clue <laughs> shit out here on the ice. It's, we got, <laughs> Two minutes we for candle the, sticking. We also got the guy who took out Tanya Harding. He's got a <laughs> lead pipe. It's, that same cowboy guy comes out and he's just got like six shooters. He's got a revolver, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. Colonel Mustard is seeing some time in the penalty box for unsportsmanlike conduct. You know, he's unorthodox, but man, he's a hell of a wing player. <laughs> <laughs> also their like big strategy is like we're just gonna ride we're gonna skate 
directly at them. Like yep, totally. The whole team at once is like, oh, you just lost the puck. They're going the other way. <laughs> it's an uncontested, it's a three on zero breakaway for the yep. other team. <laughs> I can't see how the flying V failed. Uh were the were the the then there were like the the Bash Brothers guys. Was, mm-hmm. is, am I thinking of the right movie? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Those guys were just. You no, know, you're thinking of Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. But, oh yes, uh, that's right. Yeah, but, but yes. The, the oh also. man, if they if I could get, I would get Jose Canseco on my team. Uh, he can thinking. he can for sure be on the. Okay, so we're putting together a basketball yep. roster. We got the sumo guy. Sure. Yep. We got um. I, I do think that Canseco would be a good one, just like sure. disgraced steroid guy mm-hmm. who is just sort of insane now. I had the thought, I was trying to f- come up with a tweet about it, but I didn't think, I couldn't get it concise enough. But it is funny to me. We were talking about Joe Rogan sucking his own dick. I just love the idea of him, of someone being, of some baseball player being like, yeah, that's what steroids do. <laughs> That's why we had to get him out of baseball. We couldn't start a game on time. Everyone was just sucking their own just dick. Maguire and Sosa couldn't have a media day because every time they were just fucking. There was a there was a, a game earlier this year. I think it was Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens. Like clearly, like left the game to take a shit and then came back. And then they, they were like. No, he was just feeling a little sick for a minute yeah, yeah. or whatever. But the idea that I mean, he's, he ran to the back to suck his own, he suck he himself just, off real quick. Uh, I just need the juice. <laughs> just got like he just threw a couple bad passes. It's, he's yeah, like, yeah. I got to get out of my head for a we, second. We ran out of those little uh, jelly juice packet things, and I got <laughs> got to get some nutrients. Blue 42. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh, Okay. So, all right. We got those two guys. We got yeah. we got uh, a steroid guy in his late 40s. Mm-hmm. We got sumo guy. Sure. Who else Who else do you think would be uh, good to have out there? Nerland's Noel. Um, wait, who's that? He's a basketball player. He's okay. Just, <laughs> he had a fun haircut when yeah. he came into the league. That was all. <laughs> just, Okay, LeBron James. <laughs> get him. In oh there. no, no, he's not a good basketball player. I guess the last uh, slobs versus snobs basketball movie was Space Jam Two: A, a New Legacy. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I before that, isn't it just like the Bad News Bears remake? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know when that was. Mm-hmm. There was I uh, there was whatever the one was with Keanu Reeves. Do you remember that one? The replacements. Okay. The football one. No, no, I'm thinking oh, the baseball hardball. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I like it when you call me Big Papa and then the little kid dies. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. I think I cried. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a baseball movie where someone dies. How can you not cry? Like, <laughs> the other one, oh, man. I saw the movie The Sixth Man mm-hmm. when I was like a little kid with uh, with Marlon Wayans. Sure, and like that's the one where uh, the um, the guy dresses up like a woman to play in the NBA, right? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that's Juana Man. <laughs> uh, but uh, in that in, in that movie, which I I guess like I I haven't watched it again. I've just like looked up reviews of it, and everyone fucking hated it when it came out. Uh huh. But like the premise of that one is that like the, there's a ghost right yeah right yeah, yeah. like the guy dies of a heart attack and then they cheat he angels in the outfields um yeah yeah but i fucking like he dies like immediately in that movie God, i just remember and when i was a kid i like fucking sobbed at that part yeah. that was the saddest thing i'd ever seen i i just i had a mental block on it i think until just now but you mentioned angels of the outfield and i instantly remembered that tony danza is in that movie oh yeah uh, and uh, <laughs> and danny glover well yeah no that's danny glover and christopher lloyd are the ones you remember and from that and joseph gordon levitt sure and uh and uh gary Busey. Oh no! Wait, no, no that's, that's rookie, of, rookie the of the year. Yep. There was no. There was like a whole fucking genre of yeah, movies, yeah. and like it was from like nineteen ninety yeah. through nineteen ninety five, where mm-hmm. it was like little some big sort league, of rookie of the year. Well, but not even just that, but also like Hook uh, oh, sure. and the okay. movie A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Mm-hmm. If you ever saw that one, yeah, yeah, uh, just like. 
I, I mean, it, presumably this was just like a generation of screenwriters who were like in their 40s at this point and mm-hmm. were like, ah, what are the kids like? Baseball. Yep. Uh, even though no one liked baseball sure. at that point. That was probably like the lowest if, ebb of the popularity of the sport. Rookie of the year. What if a kid played baseball? Uh, Dunstan checks in. What if a kid had a monkey? Uh, blank check. What if a kid was rich? Well, uh, and then there's also Little Big League, which is yeah. what if a the kid, kid was, was a the G- general <laughs> manager of a baseball. I don't even, I don't remember how that one came to pass at all. I but. think it was like his, wasn't he like related to the owner or something like that? And he like inherited uh-huh. the team. Cause it wasn't, he wasn't the GM at first. Like the GM was like, I'm not going to work for a kid. <laughs> and then the kid was like, okay, I'll be GM. I would love it if it went the same way as rookie of the year where a kid just like got a head injury <laughs> and then like suddenly was an amazing it was just like GM. brain man sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he just money balls them. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, we're getting money balled again. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> getting money balled is what you call it when uh, your uh, $100 uh, million dollar contract pitcher uh, beating someone in the beans. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a fun one to watch because you clearly <laughs> didn't know what that was going to be nope. when you started yep. that sentence. I just went on a journey. <laughs> I was there with you, buddy. <laughs> when there was one set of foot stri- <laughs> footprints. That's when I carried that this was, riff. That was when I was like, fuck you. I'm not. Uh, you're on uh, your own here. Oh, everything hurts. Um, <laughs> I'm literally when there was like, one set of footprints. That was when I was sucking my own dick. <laughs> Every time I lift this can up to drink it, like my entire back spasms. It's awful. Well, I mean, I guess that's a... That's a good uh, endorsement for how good it tastes. Yeah, right. right? Exactly. You're causing yourself incredible pain to drink this oh, Michelob God. Ultra organic seltzer. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I was eating dinner and I was like picking up a fork and it was just like, nope, this is not this. F- nope. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Damn, you gotta do that though. Yeah, I know. It's been real rough. I use forks for a lot of stuff in my life. It's they're very useful. You you don't appreciate them until it hurts to use them. <laughs> in the words of Kevin Hart, no forks left to give or whatever. He does say that. <laughs> no, he <laughs> wait. No, I fucked it up. He has a he has a special that came out this past year that's called <laughs> Zero. F star star stars given. Zero F uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> that movie's great. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm told. I really enjoyed it. It, oh. it was like Austin Powers. But uh, but yeah, I just, that, that, uh, that album title is so funny to me. Mm-hmm. Zero fucks given. But well, I mean, clearly you're giving some F. fucks. Cause. Yeah, like. Clearly, you talk to someone, and they're like, you can't call it that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, all right, well, I got to make some concessions. I guess I found a fuck. Damn. Well, we've gone too <laughs> we gotta far We got to throw now. the whole album away. <laughs> <laughs> I will not lie to my audience. This is a good Kevin Hart impression. <laughs> I'm really tiny. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I'm short, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's he's been recast. They're rebooting Everybody Loves Raymond, but now it's oh Everybody God. Loves Kevin Hart. Have, have you seen the the <laughs> teaser for the the new Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Absolutely not. <laughs> They're making a serious version of Fresh Prince of Bel Air called Bel Air. Uh huh. Which is like okay. That's just the Black OC. I sure. Think. Uh, I was. I mean, it has Riverdale vibes to me. But yeah. <laughs> but the the. The trailer, they like came out with a teaser or whatever, mm-hmm. and it is, it's the Bojack opening. It's him like falling into a pool, uh-huh. and then there's like a serious version of the theme song playing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Just oh man, it's just the same lyrics, but it's set to like the Law and Order theme like, song. What are, what are we doing, you guys? Like, what in West Philadelphia? <laughs> this shit bums me out so bad dude like the the new ghostbusters movie where it's like a reverend film about ghostbusters it's, and it's like 
That movie was good. It's like I watched it again recently and I like couldn't believe how entertaining it still is mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah. it's like it's a fucking special We're effects. We're far comedy. too precious about everything. Like what who is like I saw Slimer and I cried and it's like what like, is wrong with you? Well, I mean, to be fair, it awakened a feeling of that moment when you were attracted to a ghost <laughs> sucking your dick. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember when I first it made me think of when I was a kid when I first saw Slimer. It's like what I feel like this is one of those things Who where was your first media crush? I feel like people aren't even... Uh, mine was Lorraine Bracco. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. From the movie Hackers. Uh, wait, Lorraine Bracco is is Dr. Melfi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But I wasn't watching The Sopranos. I didn't realize I was, like, she was also in Hackers. Yeah, she's... Uh, is she a hacker? No. She's oh. like one of the not main non-hackers of the movie. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. She plays the bad guy's girlfriend. All I remember about that movie is Angelina Jolie being in it and being like, you don't know how to use a computer. Oh, man. That, it's, I love that movie. I can't get enough of it. I, I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen it probably a billion times. Uh, but there is like a lot of great 90s stuff where they're like, oh, man, what a cool computer. It's got a 28.8 modem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, all right, cool. All right, well, I mean, my personal favorite movie in that genre is uh, Sandra Bullock's The Net. <laughs> the uh, She basically, she finds a disc, and it's like a floppy disc. And apparently has like uh, information that the government it has like very strong like enemy of the state vibes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just sort of like a a, a sort of thriller surrounding like t- a technological thriller where like she starts like a techno thriller. People around yeah, a techno thriller uh, that uh, people start um, turning uh, uh, dying and all this. It's just a very yeah. But Sandra Bullock is in the America's sweetheart. Yeah, the the '90s were pretty cool because it's just like. A lot of movies about the internet by like people really? who had like heard about the internet. Yeah. Oh, I heard about this thing. Here's what I imagine it to be, yep. or whatever. No, totally. It's like it's fun to watch people wrestle with technology in real time. Yeah. Um. Man. But like the, I feel like the Ghostbusters thing is not even like nostalgia for the Ghostbusters movie. I feel like now it's like I feel like. So much of this is misdirected towards the Ghostbuster film franchise when it's really about, about the like toys. the court, the cartoons and the toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no, absolutely. Extreme like, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. the guy with the wheelchair. That's if they make that movie, I'm mm-hmm. in. Everybody's looking for like the new Yu-Gi-Oh, where it's just like, okay, we can merchandise this <laughs> into. Pictured a guy in a suit in like a Hollywood office. <laughs> you gotta get me his, a new Yu-Gi-Oh! His fist on a table. Give me five Yu-Gi-Ohs on my desk by the end of the I day. I have twelve nephews and they all love Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was, well, that was my theory about like the emoji movie where yeah. it's like some guy who's like ninety-seven years old who works at a Hollywood studio is mm-hmm. like I heard my great-grandson mention this. I feel like it's what the kids are into now. See, that felt like a movie designed exclusively to sell dog toys. Because, like, <laughs> that's a big... <laughs> I would get some, like, emoji movie, like, um, like, uh, you know, like the, like the thugged-out Simpsons t-shirts or whatever, like, if they did that. With like, a, the... like big dog emojis? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that would be a good franchising opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Minions guy. If you, you want know. to talk about a good franchising opportunity, let me tell you about opening a Jimmy John's. All right, let's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a wide-open market. There isn't one in there New York There isn't one City. in New York. It's begging for you it. you got to go all the way to Jersey City to get a Jimmy Can get a you get Jimmy a sandwich, sandwich on every corner of this city? Absolutely. But not... With free smells, okay? You can't... Yeah, the bodega, that guy's like... the. the you, you ever smelled a bodega? Mm, no, no they, thank they you. They charge you 35 cents. <laughs> it's true, yep. I walked, I took too deep a whiff of, uh, outside a bodega the other day, and a uh, guy came out and he's like, ah, ah, ah! Chase me with a broom. You gotta buy a papes! It's like the, the guy in every fucking movie set in New York who's like a newsstand guy who's like, this isn't a library! <laughs> 
Uh, it's even worse when that guy says that inside a library. I was trying to speed read this article about myself or whatever. That'd Something be, that's relevant to the plot. That'd be a fun bit. If you were like a, 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 a like a food cart owner, especially one that posted up like around Prospect Park there, and you could just like set up right in front of the library and you to go, this isn't a library! And then you go, that is. And then you get, oh, okay. Yeah. And then people beat the shit out of you. Yeah, exactly. You're yep. Being annoying. It's really all I'm looking for. Out I'm of trying life. to return this book, fucko. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. We can't take your books. All right. We've got <laughs> lamb over rice. Nobody asked, man. <laughs> it's just the. Uh, police come by like do you have a permit <laughs> no i've got lamb over rice this isn't a library it's like that i don't see how that's relevant that's, to this conversation that's just the only thing you can say to people it's like <laughs> yeah do you know how to get to dumbo from here this isn't a library oh man yeah i love to yell that it is fun it is like a good i'm walking here it really thing. hurts to yell um well good yep <laughs> you deserve it for that riff good yep <laughs> Yeah, that's really... I'm glad that that caused you I, pain. I blamed it on the chair. This is all like a psychic retribution <laughs> for just like who a, I am as a person. Yeah, it's like a, a, a Little Mermaid type situation. Mm-hmm. I a, don't mean the cartoon. <laughs> I mean like the original one where like every time she takes a step, she feels agonizing pain. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but riffing. Yeah, there's a poltergeist haunting my spine. <laughs> You've made a bad deal with the sea witch and now it hurts to riff. <laughs> Uh, never make a deal with a sea witch, dude. It's never gonna go your way, <laughs> man. Anytime you know, move. Like I was watching Bram Stoker's Dracula, and mm-hmm. when he's like, "Hi, I'm Dracula," I think that would have been what I was like. Oh, I gotta go. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I got a bad feeling about this guy. Yeah, yeah. He said his name is Dracula. <laughs> Even if you don't know what Dracula is, if a guy comes up to you and says, my name's Dracula, you're probably going to be a little suspicious. Yeah, right. I, I mean, mostly out of the inherent nativism we all feel. But <laughs> when, I was in, when I was in high school, there, I competed in speech against a girl whose last name was Hitler. Uh-huh. And it was spelled with two T's, but it's like... That's not doing anything, man. That's like, a that's an Ellis Island like, thing. You're just holding on to that, okay, man? I probably would have gone into town and gotten that changed around like 1940. Sorry, but. if you want citizenship, you're gonna have to throw an extra T on this. Because, like, I don't know. That's pretty distinctive. There are like there are other there are other names of. You know, despicable guys that mm-hmm. are yeah, <laughs> like, like Grew. Me, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, but also, if my name's Grew, I'm changing that too. Sure, absolutely. Why did mom, dad? Why did you call me Grew? It's really setting a stage here. It's weird. Like I, you know what? I was fine being called Grew, but then the Despicable Me movies <laughs> started coming out when I was like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and There's now a, everyone's like, oh, like the Despicable Me yeah. guy. I'm like, I had it first, you motherfucker. If I worked for DreamWorks, I think the exit song for one of those movies would be a country song called A Boy Named Gru. You know, you got to put in some bits for the for the kids. Uh-huh, yep, you got to put in some bits for the grownups. Mm-hmm. And you got to have one thing in there that's just for David <laughs> Citrick. <laughs> That's the formula uh, that hey, they look, go with. Are you, with these you try movies. and sit here and tell me that if you're watching Despicable Me and you're a dad, I don't age know. forty or older, all right, probably from the Midwest, <laughs> and the movie ends and he launches into a story about uh, a con- a country song about how his father named him Gru and how it made his life difficult, but eventually it made him tough so he could survive. For all I know, that does happen in yeah. one of the movies. I'm sure it does. I, it's like, man. and I'm sure dads love it. Man, now that, now that I think about it, you know who's really despicable is that guy. Who? <laughs> the Despicable Me guy. Oh shit! Well, I mean, it's in the name. Yeah. But the, the important thing is that he owns it and is self-actualized. So. I don't know if that's true. He might be. I mean, really the movie's unhappy. called Despicable Me. All right, it's mm-hmm. in the first person. He has to acknowledge it. Yeah, I, I, he narrates. Probably, I've never seen one. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, either I just like minions as like a thing. Mm-hmm. They're great. They can convey any sort of attitude. Sure. Yeah. They can absolutely. Co- any. 
they really minions really replaced uh, from like a t-shirt and tattoo perspective really replaced tweety bird in the culture like the same people i feel like that were well they look very similar it's true i think maybe certain uh, just a certain type of person loves yellow well, the, the, it's supposed to uh, make you hungrier. Or oh, something. really? Oh, interesting. That's why, like, they decorate McDonald's the way that. They oh, do. really? Yeah. I thought it was to make it garish and unsettling, so people would leave. Mm, that might be part of it too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They lure you in with the delicious smell of fries, and then you're like, "Oh, this sucks." You've been lured into a McDonald's by the smell of fries. No. Like you're, you're just walking down the sidewalk, and then like cartoon smell yeah, lines yeah. waft out Go and you're just like into my nose you just start floating you're not even your eyes closed and your feet leave the ground and uh, um no well no okay. not not the smell of fries specifically but i have been really drunk before and ended sure up okay in there well yeah. i shouldn't have no well, i feel like booze is doing a lot of the heavy lifting there it always does mm-hmm. uh anyway yep <laughs> We want to work in any of the segments, or is that kind of a so. lost cause today? A sort of loose one, yeah. Oh yeah, let me tell you, I'm feeling loose. Uh, Hobbs is destroying a sock. <laughs> yep. If you hear random shuffling or growling in the background, it is uh, my dog uh, being really sick of uh, all of my shit. <laughs> anyway, you want to wrap this up? Yeah, we can bring it in for a landing. The, where, where where can people follow you, Cedric? What um, what should they do? What should they do right now? Um, what well, should they be doing as opposed to what they if are you, doing? If you want to follow me, I hope you're in Brooklyn, New York. Um, unless it's the holidays, in which case, uh, somewhere in the Midwest that I won't reveal. Uh, I'm going to dox Cedric's <laughs> family during the editing process. I'm Honestly, just going to add that in there. You know what? If a stranger knocked on my mom's house uh, on Christmas dinner, she would, I'm sure, invite them in and give them a lovely meal. So, um, so okay. Go to Citrix's uh, parents' house. Beloit, uh, Wisconsin. Go, go to, yeah, uh, go to Wisconsin. Check it out. Uh, I, I'm at Twitey TV, E-I-T-E on mm-hmm. Twitter. And then if you follow me at Kill Twitey, mm-hmm. you get to kill Twitey. You get to stories sometimes. <laughs> That's a, every. It's a little and known then when thing. When you look at them, I'll be able to tell that you looked. Yep. In the in the fine print on his profile, when you click follow, uh, it get, grants you the express permission to uh, physically murder David Twitey. Yeah, and you can do that. My apartment is located <laughs> at one. one I'm, just kidding. I'm just fucking around. You got to do your own research. But anyway. I look forward to being cut in half, hopefully hot dog style, by you, the list. Certainly not punched in the face outside of Bodega. Oh, so. God. Yeah, that would be terrible. Don't I do hope that. that never happens to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>